Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, we'll circle back to the football and baseball talk in just a second, but just a, a quick a quick uh, word of warning or at least something you guys can maybe plan for a little bit. The party is soon to be over on Netflix. If you are what? someone Yeah, if you're someone who's glomming on to somebody else's subscription, what you, are you looking at me for? You better start cuz you're my co-host, that's all. I feel like you are probably like me, the patriarch of your Netflix subscription, that you are more the queen bee like I am, and there's yeah. people glomming off of you than you are a glommer off of... You're a glommy. I'm a glommy. We've kept it nuclear. There's no... Uh, nobody outside the nuclear family has yeah. anything, so I don't have any issues. Um, uh, plus, they, what do they allow you, like... Six or seven people on. I don't know that uh, there's a, a limit now. I thought there it? was a. I thought maybe that's just what maybe that's just what people tell you when they're trying to get your Netflix password. <laughs> I haven't. I've, uh, I've I've I'm nervous because a lot of times on Netflix I can't figure out how to log out when I'm like I'll be at an Airbnb and I'll I'll reg- I'll log in with my Netflix and then I'm trying to leave in the morning and I'm in a hurry and I can't figure out how to log out. Um, so then I just, uh, so I feel like every now and then I've had some people glom onto me, but I just changed the password. So I'm, I'm pretty clear. That happens with Fubo a lot for me. Um, my kids all have my Fubo. They all have my Netflix too, by the way, all my kids. So yes, if you're wondering what it is we're talking about here, Netflix confirmed in a shareholder letter late last week that it's moved to no longer allow users to share passwords for free could begin by the end of March. So you'll be able to share them evidently still Seth, but you'll have to pay for additional people to use your password. Oh, oh and is it going to be like if somebody borrows your car but then goes through some toll booths? Like, they, you just all of a sudden you get the bill later on, and I realize, like, oh, I get to, I get to pay for this guy who also borrowed my car. Yeah. So these people will be out there using your password. Right. And, and then all of a sudden, and you might not even realize or remember you gave it to them, but all of a sudden you're paying an extra couple bucks a month for it. Yeah. Like I, need to, I, I need to know this. What's an appropriate yeah. age? Let me ask you this. Because um, my kids are all in their early to mid-20s now. My older two just turned 25 last week, and Sammy is 23. Sammy's still a student, though. So yeah. he gets a little bit of a sliding scale with me. The other two are out in the working world. But what is the appropriate age for me to lop them off of things like, for example, my cell phone bill? All three of them are still on my cell phone. I think that you, let's see. And it costs me like 40 bucks a month for each of them. Your two youngest are still in college. Uh, no, 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 kind no, no. Of. no, no. Uh, well, no. Uh, my two older, the twins are older. They're oh, the out. Twins of- are older. Oh, okay. I thought Jewel. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. I thought Judy was uh, was Sam. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So Judy, but Judy's still technically in college. Nope. She's be coaching. She's coaching right now but, and working but isn't a she job. Going to be going to work on her master's. Maybe someday, but as of right now, she is not. Okay, she's yeah. off. Yep. And um, 
Sammy's in college, so he's still he's in law school. He's right in now. law school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. James should be off. Okay, okay. Well, he's cursing at you right now. He listens every day. I know. <laughs> he loves you too. <laughs> my kids, my two sons, take... they're going to respect me for being the father, the strict father they always wished they never they had. had. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard for my kids to get mad at you, Seth. Boy, I wake up to text some days. Like, I'm on a group text with my two sons, who are the biggest Houston sports fans that I know. And I wake up to these texts like, I'm in on D'Amico now. I just watched Payne's video on YouTube. For 25 minutes, I'm in. I'm all in on D'Amico. They like your takes way better than they like my takes. Um, so this Netflix thing, I'm going to have to lop them off of there, too, if they start charging me for it. No, I think, honestly, I don't think I think you're safe there as okay. far as... Now, once James has uh, a family and everything, then... Yeah, you know, right. Yeah. You knock somebody up, then sorry, you're off the cell phone list. Yeah. If they don't share at least 50% of your DNA... Right. Then it's no go. Okay. So like when you have grandkids, that'll they'll only share a quarter of your DNA. Right. So you're gonna <laughs> like you're this. gonna have to like you know that that's pretty much okay. No, you've reached the quarter the quarter threshold. So you guys have to be your dad's got to pay for your for you now. Now here's the thing. This is a documentary that Seth brought up last week. As 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 we warn people that you've got a couple months to get your Netflix house in order. Get it in order because or get in now and watch. The Hatchet-Wielding Hitchhiker, which yeah. you recommended to me last week. Yeah. I watched earlier this week, and it's amazing. And just to reset, for those who have not seen this viral video or need to be reminded of it, this fellow's name is Kai. He didn't give his last name uh, in this video, but he was a hitchhiker who got picked up by a guy who, while this guy was driving, decided to run over a construction worker, get out of the car, and starts strangling a woman, and Kai the hitchhiker got out of the car and saved this woman by pulling a hatchet out of his backpack that he had. Yeah. He was a homeless he's a, He was like a homeless uh, surfer drifter type. Right, right. He was like a hike. He's an outdoorsman. Yes. You know, so of course, he might have a hatchet. Right, right. For either, well, and honestly, for self-protection alone, but also to, to build a lean-to or something. Yes. Um, yeah. here, was, here was the viral video that, that uh, is the basis of this documentary of Kai describing the incident. He comes driving down this way. He's like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ, and I can do anything I f***ing want to and watch this, bam, and he smashed into this f***ing guy right there, pinned him in between that f***ing truck, and so I, f it, I hop out, I look over, the guy's pinned there. I mean, like, freight train riders know this. Like, if you get pinned between something, do not f***ing move that sh otherwise you bleed out. Like, mother I, I ran in, I grabbed the keys, he's f***ing sitting there like nothing even happened. And like, f***ing, like, man, if you started driving that car around again, man, there would have been a hell of a lot of bodies around here. I hop on out, and so I grab the bag, I threw it over by that pole right there, and then f***ing Buddy gets out, and these two women are trying to help him. He runs up, and he grabs one of them, man. Like, a guy that big can snap a woman's neck like a pencil stick. So I f***ing ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> incredible. I could play so, that every day on this show. I know. Well, because yeah. there, there was a big deal like 10 years ago. Yeah. And then I kind of somewhere along the way forgot what it even came from. Every now and then you'd hear it as a drop, <laughs> like the smash, smash, smash. Yep. Somewhere like on a radio show. Yeah. And, uh, and I kind of forgot all about it. And I just always figured like, oh, yeah, that... That uh, that nice surfer kid that saved the lady. That was a nice story. Well, he turned out to be not so nice. He turned out there's a lot more to it. <laughs> yes. It turned, whoever he may have saved along the way got canceled out.
out by the one or more people that may not have made it with Kai. The, yeah. the part of the part that's crazy about it was the guy was so charming, and I think he has like a genuinely. I think the kid had a genuine charity in his heart most of the time, like ninety eight percent of the time. But he also could snap, and uh, when he snapped, things got. It wasn't always for good. Right. Okay, he was like one of these superheroes that's always teetering on the brink. Sure. He might save a couple women from um, this guy who he may or may not have actually been the one who drugged the guy who ended up doing it. But still, he had good in him. But, yeah, there was a dark side to him, too. Yeah, if you're wondering. But, but, but when you get to it by the end, is like the same as everybody else in this video. You look back on it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe the guy, like the ease with which he hit that guy in the head three times with a hatchet made me. <laughs> Should have made me think a little bit more yeah. about like just how good. Like think about that. I like I've been in situations before where I've had to, I've had to intercede. Like I've had to like pull somebody away from somebody or something. I don't think I could take the business end of a hatchet and plunge it into somebody's skull quite so. Uh, like I don't, I don't think it's a, it's not an easy thing to do, man. It, it's <laughs> funny you say that because the one thing that was not made clear at the beginning of the documentary, like I remember yeah. the viral video, but I didn't know the whole story. And the whole story, the whole story winds up being pretty, pretty sad and deranged. But the part that they didn't make clear at the beginning, if you didn't know the entire story, was okay. He hit this guy in the head with a hatchet. Did the guy die? Like, did right. he kill him with a hatchet? Like, you yeah. couldn't tell. And it, was he pleading self-defense or whatever? I So I had to go look it up. And then they later on, they, they clarified it. But they didn't make this very clear at the beginning. I'm like, did he hit him, as you call it, the business side, the sharp side of the hatchet? Yeah. And I'm like, did he hit it? Like, did he chop him in the head? And then they make it clear, like... Just on the third time. That's right. The, the, the first two times blunt. was the blunt end. Yeah. And then the, it seems like the third time he, he realized it wasn't working with the blunt end. Yeah. So he hit it with the sharp end, and then they showed the actual gash. The wound. The old, the old hatchet gash, as they would say, uh, <laughs> on the guy's head. And um, it's an... It's a nasty one. It is. <laughs> it's a, yeah. a nasty hatchet gash, yes. It's um, <laughs> ugly. Way more hair than you expect <laughs> on this thing. Like, it's because the hair is kind of parted to the side. Right, right, right. And, the uh, had a full head of hair, yeah. So, it's, uh, it was, uh, it, I, I honestly, like, I, I you got to think the kid was likely abused or something. It was, it's a sad story. It's a, it's sad, a really story. sad story. It's a sad story. And that said, I want to play more Kai. I've got more Kai if you want. Oh, you've got more Kai? I do. Oh, yeah, play I it. Do. Play you it, want yeah. more Kai? How did, how did Kai wind up involved in this caper? How'd you how'd you get in his car? How, how did you... I was hitchhiking. I was, well, good thing I was hitchhiking. Yeah, people say, don't hitchhike. Well, this is what happens. Was well, Yeah, well, at least I was here. So he did this on purpose? Dude, that guy was f***ing cooked out, man. <laughs> like, he's beyond howling. Like, I don't even see any breath in him, you know what I'm saying? Can, can I get your name and where you're from, if you, if you don't mind? I'm Kai. Kai? Can I get spelling for you? Straight buddy? out of Dogtown, K-A-I. K-A-I, do you have a last name? <laughs> no, bro, I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Dogtown. He is, um, honestly, in 30-second snippets, he's one of the most likable people you could ever meet. Yeah. Uh, but just, it's like, it's like the most extreme version of the person you meet who, when you first meet them, you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this guy's the life of the party. This is the best person ever. And then after a weekend with him, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to strangle this dude. Yeah. He doesn't get out of my face. Yeah. That's the uh, thing that was crazy to me is that he got into a car with a guy who had it in him to run over intentionally a construction worker and start yeah. strangling a woman. And yet, Somehow Kai survived. Like I figure, like Kai, if if, the, if that guy, the driver, was so unhinged, 
yeah. then I would feel like maybe a half hour with Kai, and Kai would be dead too. Kai right? would, uh, right. So he ends up being, they, they try to, they kind of vet him as a, as a reality show type guy, and he yeah. instantly uh, failed. He instantly disappoints everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I, you know, that part of it though, too, Sean, they bring him on Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. and like the Kardashian people are thinking they might make a reality show out of him, but they realize, okay, the guy's uncontrollable. They get kicked out of a hotel. He's urinating in public all over the place. I feel like they, I feel like they were a little too quick to dismiss him there because he also had been drinking like super heavily. Which I think oh, yeah. is something, which may have just been because he was there. I mean, he's a different dude. He was going to be hard to handle. But, like, it sounded, he was drinking, like, handle bottles of Jim Beam, it, is it, which doesn't sound like that was his normal. It sounded more like normally his drug of choice was pot. And I think he was just nervous because he realized, like, oh, crap, I'm going to Jimmy Kimmel and everything. Maybe. If they would have given him a little time, maybe some time at uh, Sally Ford or whatever that place is. Uh, Betty yeah. Ford, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, and Betty, her too. Her, too, yeah. Um, I'm guessing maybe because it was free too. You know what I mean? Like he gets into a hotel room, like wow. Right, can, he walked in, I get this whole bottle bar. of Jack Daniels, yeah, like gigantic yeah. bottles, not the not the little airplane bottles, like a full fifth of Jack Daniels. You want some more Kai, Seth? I got one yes. more if you want it. Um, Kai was asked, Kai the hitchhiker, the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, if you recall, was asked, "Hey, did you ever experience anything like this before? You ever experience anything like that, Kai? Well, this one time I was in an orchard." And this f***ing guy starts, starts beating on this woman who he calls his. So I walked on over and I started smashing him in the head. I can't, you, see all these, you see all these teeth marks right here for the camera? Yeah, I started smashing him in the head and in the teeth, busted out all his teeth. Motherfucking the sheriffs, not the policy enforcers, f***ing show up and start like, uh, they're like, yeah, so what, what happened? I mean, like, uh, just give me any old name and just give me old uh, f***ing birthday, whatever. Just Yeah. <laughs> I like did he say he said policy enforces but he made it sound like police enforces policy yeah I feel like, well, like no but like police I think yeah. he did that intentionally yeah he, uh, he 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 had little moments of brilliance where you could see that okay if you could get him to focus He's he's actually going to be okay. Yeah, and then there were like more stories emerged about like he'd be hanging out with people talking about how he'd actually drugged the guy and yeah. uh, supposedly said that he had drugged the guy that that drove into the construction worker yeah. and he, he had a yeah maybe maybe when he was so easily able to recall a story where he hit somebody with a hatchet and knocked their teeth out it was yeah. probably a sign that maybe you shouldn't be like you know pimping him out to reality shows and whatnot. You know who he reminds me of a lot. Aaron Rodgers. Who? Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. A little bit. He talks a good game yep, yep. about, you know, peace and love and how, like, the man is trying to say things about you that aren't true and all of that. But deep down, you feel like, okay, I'm not quite sure I, can, I buy your act, Kai Rodgers. <laughs> uh, I think you've got... I think you've got bad in you still. You're not. I'm not sold completely, and I don't know if I'd let you. I don't know if I'd let you sleep at my house overnight, frankly. Okay, let's do this. Hey Ben, give me like 15 seconds of Kai here yeah. just to reset. So just any of the Kai, any I'm of them. Driving do. down this way, he's like, you know what? I come to realize I'm Jesus Christ, and I can do anything I fucking want to. And watch this, bam! And he smashed into this fucking right, guy. Good right enough. There. Good enough. Now Aaron Rodgers. If they felt like it was in the best interest of the team to move forward, so be it. You know, that doesn't, that, again, that doesn't, that wouldn't offend me. That wouldn't, uh, you know, make me feel like a victim. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any animosity towards the team. I love the team. I love the organization. Oh, I love God. the city. I love the region. 
Yeah, <laughs> that is the perfect setup to like. I'm, I will not be responsible for any of the bad things that happen to them immediately after I'm released. I uh, I would never do that. Bigger socio, uh, big, bigger sociopath, I, Kai or Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, because he's more calculating. Yes. I, yeah. I don't think Kai's a sociopath at all. I think Kai believes exactly what he believes in the moment. Kai is more – he's like a um, – he's more of a Charles Manson type than, a, than yeah. Aaron Rodgers. I would say like Aaron – I should say Aaron Rodgers veers, I guess, more towards Kai than, than, than Charles Manson. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, it's not a spectrum uh, you really want to be on at all, I would Rogers say. Rodgers is somewhere like in a triangle between Kai, Charles Manson, and, and Pol Pot. I don't know. I just like somewhere at any given moment, he's kind of more right. like diverting towards one of those three. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Pain and Pendergast. Uh, th- we say all that to say two things. One, uh, beware. You might not be able to share your password on Netflix very, very soon in order so that you can watch the highly recommended by Pain and Pendergast stamp of approval, Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. By the yeah. way, a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people saying I should have cut my kids off by now when it comes to the cell phone. Um, that I'm, yeah. Someone, the best answer I've gotten is about a week after the, and this, this is a question I asked a little earlier. When should I, my kids are all, two of them are out of college, one's in law school. When do I chop them off my cell phone? This was the best answer. About a week after you teach them how to make a monthly budget. That's good advice. Yeah. Oh, like teach them to make a monthly budget. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. Here, and then cut them off. Yeah. Yeah. Just a week to, later. Yeah. yeah. Make, make the monthly budget. And then, yeah, exactly. You're yeah, I don't out. know. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, it's with kids living, I guess. The tricky one these days is there's more and more 20-somethings living at home. Is it easier or harder to be – I guess then the, the, you got to – if you're going to let your kid live with you, then you got you to gotta be a hard-ass about the expenses and everything. Yeah. It's almost got to be like, okay, you're going to live here, but listen, you're going to be getting a big break on room and possibly board. Yeah. So, you, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm still paying for anything else. Get used to budgeting. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and they should, or you make them pay rent. Yeah, 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 just oh, not as much. Actually, yeah, that nice rent would be nice. That's not a bad idea. If you bring a stranger in your home, it could be Kai or Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> where if you, if you have your kid paying rent, right. you know, market rate, maybe I give them a 5% discount. <laughs> But uh, I like that. I love how casually you said it could be Kai or Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers can afford my rent. I don't know why that yeah tickles me so <laughs> Yeah. Right. He's a good musician too, Kai. He was. He There's was. a part in the documentary where they're like, oh, he goes into a guitar center. He's going to start playing guitar. Do we have that? No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you're like, oh, here it comes. This is where he's going to show that he's like, he's really, this is where you're still falling in love with Kai. Um, uh, and you're like, oh, boy, here's the part where he just reveals himself as being a little kooky. And he just sits down with a guitar and just uh, reels off a love bell that should have been a number one hit. It's yeah. like the fifth Beatle. It's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, NFL playoffs this weekend. Big storylines, and the biggest storyline from these games probably, I would imagine, For Houston Texan fans, that is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Right, real quick coaching news item. This just tweeted out by Ian Rappaport. Uh, Giants defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale is scheduled to have his second interview with the Indianapolis Colts for their head coaching job tomorrow. Top three on third downs in red zone with a rebuilding roster. Martindale could also help set the culture in Indianapolis. Culture. Ooh, culture culture. Play. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, man, Martindale and Ursay together would be one uh, one raspy uh, conglomeration of just weirdness, I think. Yes. Um, Martindale's like a crusty old dude, and uh, I would say a little bit eccentric, just in that he's he's like uh, he's like Bruce Arians that he's not gonna he's not gonna kowtow to anybody. He's just gonna be his own man, and sometimes that keeps you from becoming a head coach because. It, you know, you don't look like you'd do well in polite company. Uh, that kept Arians from being a head coach for a long time until all of a sudden he was thrust into that role with the Colts. So I think that Ursay might look at Martindale as in, um, you know, in a slightly different but much the same type of way as a, a Bruce Arians type. That would be disappointing because I want Jeff Saturday to get that job so very badly in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah boy, that would be <sighs> Saturday getting that job. It's fun unless Ursay is just using it as a way to get to Caleb Williams. If he just feels like, okay, I'm going to put the tank in. The last time that the last time that the Colts had an awful record and ended up drafting a quarterback number one overall, it was because Peyton Manning had had neck surgery yep. the year before. It wasn't. It wasn't. It didn't start out as a, a deliberate tank. And I know some people think that well. Ursay chose not to play Manning at the end of the year when Manning wanted to play. I get that, and I understand that, but I saw Peyton Manning trying to throw the football at the beginning of training camp six months later. He was not ready to play football by December of that year. Yeah. Remember his first few games in Denver? He was throwing ducks up. And, I mean, there was a, there was a, there was a story about 
as he was making his free agency visits, he wasn't ready to throw yet, and that somehow Peyton was trying to play in December uh, with the Colts. So I don't, I don't think it was a deliberate tank. Um, it just worked out that way. Maybe this time Jim Ursage feels like, all right, you know what? Yeah, we'll just go ahead and deliberately tank it. The Colts in that year in 2011 beat the Texans in Week 16 in Indianapolis. Yeah. You know they they yeah. were they were trying. They just weren't very good. Dan Orlovsky was their quarterback. They were perilously close to Orlovskying their way. Out of Andrew Luck, a man who ultimately maybe that would have been best for them because ultimately Andrew Luck left them in the lurch uh, just because his kidneys were too bad. Yeah, I was going to say the Colts, uh, the Colts do an, have some culpability in that. Yeah. With them putting I've got it, an architecture degree. I don't want my kidneys <laughs> to be bleeding all the time. Yeah. Uh, I know. Come on, Andrew, <laughs> suck it up. Um, this is a man's game, kidney boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which of these two games are you more looking forward to this weekend? The NFC title game or the AFC title game? San Fran at I Philly looking, or Cincy at KC? I like San Francisco versus Philly. Though I am a child of the AFC, there's something about those two logos going at it with three potential Texans head coaches especially. And I think the the type of, the type of offense that San Francisco runs – um, the quality of the defense on both these sides. The fact that Jalen Hurts is involved is a big bonus for lots of people, um, but also especially for – I think that if you look at Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts, there's an underdog element there that I really like. I think that I think that Brock Purdy is more of a recipient of being on in that system, and I don't want to take anything away. It's very impressive from what he's done, but – he hasn't been the driving force behind this offense. He's been the latest of guys that's kind of been along for the ride in a in a, in a Kyle Shanahan or Gary Kubiak type of system. Um, whereas with Jalen Hurts, even though Sirianni and Steichen have done a really good job with him, I mean, Jalen Hurts extreme physical skill is driving a lot of their success on offense. So, um, but I like that underdog element to both of them. So there's just, there's so many great storylines with both those teams. And I think it's going to be a, a hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, I think most Texan fans are looking at what you just referred to with the coordinators, you know, Steichen versus yeah. D'Amico, Gannon versus Kyle Shanahan, one of the great offensive minds in recent history in football. I think it's safe to say, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like when you step back and think about it, like either Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy is going to be starting in the Super Bowl. You know, like that's, and if something happens to Hurts, either Gardner Minshew or Brock Purdy are going to be starting in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, I mean, so because uh, the shoulder, well, somebody, you know, you got that shoulder issue. Somebody earlier asked where, where is Trey Lance or Brock Purdy going to land next year, and I don't know if that person realized that um, Brock Purdy was a rookie. Brock Purdy's not going anywhere. Um, oh. it, like it wouldn't make any sense at all. I mean, he's probably he's making whatever the second year veteran minimum is, or, or the second year minimum is next year. And um, I think the bigger question is, okay, what do they feel about Trey Lance at this point? And uh, are they actually going to be so high on Brock Purdy that they try to trade Trey Lance? And what do you get for a Trey Lance at this point? Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly not going to be what they traded to get him. No chance. No chance. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing. When I see people. When, when, when I brought up, I brought up or with people or I've heard people bring up, well, could they trade Trey Lance? Well, there's no way you're going to get three first round picks for him. Like, yeah, no bleep. Like, he's not as yeah. good as we thought he was. Or he's certainly not as developed as we thought he would be at this point. Of course, they're not yeah, going to. I, I think that I think they end up. Like having spent that money anyway, <laughs> and Trey Lance still being on his rookie year, I think the best thing for the organization is for. 
even if they really, really like Brock Purdy, um, they got to still throw a lot of energy into Trey Lance and see what he can do. And maybe they end up trading him away after, you know, he performs well enough in the preseason or depending if Brock Purdy gets injured. Uh, I think they, if there's one thing that the organization has learned, they've learned the value of keeping multiple quarterbacks on staff. For sure. Because they've gone from Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo to Brock Purdy in one season. Um, how weird would it be to have a, a guy win a Super Bowl and then he's in a competition for his job in training camp next year? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I would say just give up a call to, uh, G, uh, to Jim Crane. Jim Crane to say he should be happy to have a job. You're happy to be here, aren't you, Brock Purdy? And he'd say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because of Cl- James Click was fired Click, after they yeah. won a World Series. Yeah, Sorry yeah. to do the cross. Uh, yeah, James Click. No, I, I, I figured that's who you were. I was about to say James Click. Um, so, well, Jim Crane is the guy that fired him. Right. So saying, call up Jim Crane yeah. to ask the yeah. – Yep. Um, as far as the Cincinnati-Kansas City game goes, um, Pat Mahomes' ankle is the big story in this one. I think. I don't know, Seth. Every bit of video I've seen this week, Patrick Mahomes is – Skipping around, singing zippity doo dah. He looks uh, looks like he's moving. I mean, he looks yeah. like he's moving decently enough on it. I'm not. I'm not buying it. You think he hurts? Hey, look, he he sucked when his ankle was hurt a couple years ago. I don't think he's changed at all. Okay. I think that I think that that pass rush is in that defense in general is going to make it just confusing enough that his lack of mobility is uh, what ends up doing him in. Yeah. Um, I think I'm with you on that. Cincinnati in that game. I think Cincinnati just might be the better team. Even with a healthy Mahomes, they might be the better team. I think they might be the better team. The only thing I'm worried about is the the offensive line for the Bengals. Is like, don't be fooled by that bad weather. But I, I have whew, Chris Jones. The last few times I've seen Chris Jones, as much of a menace as he can be, I don't think he's at peak Chris Jones right now. I would include in that the Texans game uh, when last we saw him versus the Texans and Chris Jones put up a donut on the stat sheet. Well, Max it's, Sharping uh, maybe just what the doctor ordered for him then. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know, Max Sharping, Sharping did fine as long as there's two inches of snow right, on the ground. Right, right. i got to check the weather. I don't know. City? I think it's supposed to be cold. Mattress Max said it's supposed to be below freezing in Kansas City. During a That's a, by the way, I, I had that um, discussion with one of our listeners the last time. I had said something about Josh Allen not playing well in bad weather, and he said actually Josh Allen is pretty good in the cold. There's a difference. I don't care about I don't care about the cold. Lots of guys can be good in the cold. I want to know how a guy is in bad weather. The elements and uh, like whether it's heavy rain, like we saw him versus the Texans, and he was trash. Uh, whether it was last week, where I like I don't even want to I don't want to pick on Josh Allen because the problem with the Bills' offense is that Josh Allen is pretty much the Bills' offense. So there's Bill. Josh Allen either has to be incredible or they got nothing at all. Um, that's a lot of pressure for there to be on a young guy. So. Regardless, I felt I felt like the Bengals' offensive line was helped by the bad weather. Dude, Sunday in Kansas City, high of twenty five, low of fourteen, and that's the late game too. That's the. Is it gonna, does it say what the wind is? That's the five. No, it just has a uh, it, the the little um, emoji there is a, is just a bright sun. So it looks like it's yeah. it doesn't have a you know the wind blowing kind of thing. So it, I, I can't really tell. So Chris Jones versus Jacksonville, which I gotta say, I think I'd I'd like to see what the stats were on Kansas City versus Jacksonville because I don't I don't know how many times Trevor Lawrence got sacked, but there was pressure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Chris Jones one solo tackle, one QB hit in that game. Pretty quiet. It's a good offensive yeah. line though. Um. 
Sunday in Philly. Oh, Philly's downright tropical. High of 52 on Sunday in Philly. Oh, really? And overcast, yeah. Weather not a factor there. Did you know that show? I never knew this. I always wondered why the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia it was like what, what that was all about because obviously it's not Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Was well, I guess it was originally supposed to be it was Always Sunny in Los Angeles, um, but then they had to switch, so they just they just kept the they name. Just said, okay, we'll go Philly. Okay. I respect that. I did yeah. too. I did too. I respect that. La- that's ballsy to be that lazy about something and just figure like ah the the entire title of our show will just be kind of a joke about how we an inside joke about how uh, we had to switch. Locations. I had no idea. That's why I've never watched that show. Is it? Do you give it a thumbs up recommendation? I've watched little clips of it. It's one of those things where it feels like uh, it's a bit of a Kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. where I feel like i got to really commit to this and get to learn the characters to, to find it funny, funny, and I've never been able to go there. Amy and I are trying Succession again. Uh, we made it okay. through four episodes, but it was moving too slow, so I moved on to other things. Have you watched Succession? No. Okay. I haven't, because th- I don't know what the difference is between Succession and Billionaire. Yeah. Or Billions. Billions, yeah. Are they the same show? I don't know. We watched Billions, and then I think we bailed, like... Some of these shows peter out for me. Billions kind of petered out. It became sort of the same thing every season. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, I got it. He's an obnoxious hedge fund manager. Give me something else. All right. Um, Boy, I'll tell you what. You know what happened to Chris Jones after he did the, um, the Texans were yet again the spur to greatness. Because after Chris Jones really didn't do much at all versus like nothing on the stat line at all versus the Texans, uh, he had over the next three games, he had uh, four and a half sacks. In the regular season. Did he really? Yeah. See, it's one of those things. You're right. It's a wake-up call. Like, God, I sucked today against the Texans. Man. Yeah. Yeah. He he played 63% of the snaps. And, Sean, I thought there was a glitch on the stat sheet. It's the only game all season where he had nothing at all in any of the stat columns. Dude. Other than a start and snaps played. That's wild. Against the team whose weakness is the interior of the offensive line. That's crazy. All right, uh, Payne and Pendergast with you, Football Friday. Final segment coming up. On the text page, I got a rationalization for D'Amico Ryans if he chooses to go to Denver instead of becoming the head coach of the Houston Texans. Does this rationalization work for you? Next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Final segment as we get out of here on a uh, conference title game weekend in the NFL. You can hear the games here on Sports Radio 610. San Francisco at Philly, the early game and the late game. Cincinnati at Kansas City. Seth is going Niners-Bengals. I am going Eagles-Bengals. Those are the official predictions of this show. Uh, trailer Wheel and Frame text page. 
Seven four one nine. All right, is this a good rationalization, Seth? If the Texans come up empty in the D'Amico Ryan sweepstakes, and by the way, they Nick Casario may look at it and go, you know what, Jonathan Gannon's our guy, or Shane Steichen's our guy. I think that's what'll be interesting to see is if if D'Amico's not the coach, is it because he turned the Texans down, or because they chose to go in a different direction, or does that ever even come out? Here's the text: Denver is a bleep hole. If D'Amico turns down an offer from the Texans to go to Denver, then he might not be the right guy in the first place. <laughs> if he, if he, wait, if he turns down an offer to what? If he turns down an offer from the Texans to go to oh, okay. Denver, then yeah. he wasn't the right guy to begin with. Yeah, I guess um, I, some of that just uh, depends on variables like salary. Yeah, I, I think uh, okay. What are the in length of contract? All that kind of stuff. It, the, with coaches, you got to look at it like a baseball player. I think the total guarantees is what really matters more than anything. It's not the length of the contract. It's not the average per year or anything. Some guys like Carlos Correa just want to see the biggest guaranteed number possible. And uh, I can't fault D'Amico. If, like, let's say hypothetically the Broncos offer twice as much as the Texans. Uh, you got to look at that and say, A, it's a lot more money, and B, okay, maybe they are more committed to me. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe all these people that I've discounted and saying that they're, they're, you know, you, you can't trust that you'll have your job after a year. Maybe they're actually true, so I'll just go to Denver. There's a really good chance. Despite the fact that they just fired their coach after like, uh, seven, seven quarters of football. There's a really, there's, yes, there's a really good chance that D'Amico Ryans winds up being one of like the 10 highest paid head coaches in football. There, there, yeah. there really is because you've got right now it's Denver and Houston. At least that's the perception. And if it's Denver, if he chooses Denver, I think it's because of money. I think, and it, and I don't even think it's sentimentality with Houston. And I know his wife is from here, and you know he's got his foundation here, and all those things. I think just the two jobs themselves on paper, independent of any history or sentimentality, the Texans yeah. are the better job. If he goes to Denver, I think it's going to be for a huge, huge bag. I do think that if the Texans and the Broncos are what it comes down to, the Texans might need to pony up a little more than they had anticipated for a head coach just to mm-hmm. to make it right in some way, get close, that kind of thing. In which case, the McNairs have shown with Nick Casario that they're okay with doing that. Too. I mean, Nick Casario reportedly is one of the highest paid GMs in football. He'd never been a GM for a day before he got right, here. Right, right. And, uh, and I wonder, too, um, I think part of it is – that D'Amico knows Cal McNair. And I think that like the way, the way it's so easy for people to paint Cal McNair from the outside, like D'Amico knows that Cal McNair is a much different person than the way that uh, people just kind of from 35,000 feet, like the throw and hurl insults at the Texans and without, you know, without even commenting on any specific situation or anything, or and I'm not excusing the Texans for mistakes that they have made. D'Amico just knows that, it, like a lot of the criticism is very exaggerated, yeah, and 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 off the mark when it comes to Cal McNair. So I think that's what that's the biggest thing that I think a lot of people outside Houston are really getting wrong is when they 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 act like they. They don't, and I think maybe they genuinely don't realize that, no, D'Amico has known Cal McNair for 15, 17 years. 17 years he's known him. And, uh, like, it's, uh, it's just a different, it's a different relationship than whatever you know because Michael Silver wrote something, uh, or somebody else tweeted something a year ago about Cal McNair. Yep. That's a, that's a really, really good point, Seth. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, 
The this is actually something I can get advice from John Lopez from too. As John gets set up in here, there's a few people in here, Seth, saying about my kids being on the cell phone bill, yeah. saying don't kick them off, just have them pay you because it's a real pain to get your own plan, which I could do if they promise to Venmo oh. me every month. You know, then everybody yeah, benefits boy. from that. Do I want to be landlord to my to my child and turn my, my Netflix landlord? Yeah, do I want to have to shake them down every month <laughs> for like for four bucks or whatever it yeah. is? You know, yeah. hey, or am I going to say like, hey, four bucks a month or forty dollars if you pay now for the year? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, oh yeah, give them a, a, a one a annual prepay discount. Yes, yes, I yes. Like that. yeah. The, the, boy, I hate that. Don't you hate the websites that? That dupe, that dupe you into that without like because by dupe I mean like I'm just maybe I've had a few drinks and I'm not paying attention and it turns out like oh I actually paid for the whole month already I, or the whole year I already. bought the okay, whole great. year okay yeah I guess I'm great stuck great. with this subscription that I wanted for one show yes thank yes. you uh, so uh, John Lopez I feel like this is something you've been through before it is something I'm going through absolutely going through right now so as two you of speak. my three kids decided to get their own plans okay. Uh, my daughter uh, is still on our plan, uh-huh. uh, only because of what the texter said. I mean, it's like, what? I mean, why go through that whole rigmarole? Yeah, uh, when it's really just like fifteen bucks more a month. So when you show up at her place each month to collect from her, is it awkward at all? Because you're her dad. Or? I actually don't collect from her for that. Okay, but we share a Hulu account, and they okay. and they pay us for that. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's just 15 bucks. I didn't want to be like, It's okay. the principle of the thing, It though. is the principle of the thing. I guess I'm a softie. Did you see Netflix is going to be cracking down on sharing passwords? Do you share your Netflix password Those with them? bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Sounds like you do. <laughs> that would be a yes. <laughs> right. It would appear. It would appear. Um, are you excited for these conference title games like we are? Man, I am so excited for them. Um, it's a tough handicap this year, man. The, the Chiefs line. It's like who's favored? I mean, it goes back keeps and forth. Flipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the uh, line's not just moving; it's who's going to win the game keeps moving. Now, the wild card weekend was probably the best weekend of football we saw. I thought we were going to see that for the divisional round, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was okay. This might be really, really good. Really, 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 really. Oh good. yeah, yeah, yeah. This has this yeah. has serious potential. Mm-hmm. Um, are you? Um, is there a power ranking going on with the coaches right now? Is your power ranking fluid? Or are you a well, I'm, I'm assuming Sean right? Payton is out. Yeah, um, D'Amico is is my guy. Mm-hmm. I could see Mike Kafka coming on strong on the outside. Yeah, I heard you say that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that happening. Not, not no real reporting there. Just sort of reading the tea leaves. You know, yeah, that yeah, t- that kind of thing. I hear you. Boy, Kafka. How would we feel about Kafka? There's a chance it could be Seth Kafka is four to one now. He made a big I'm move just, based uh, based on John Lopez's speculation. Yeah, I can move the line, man. Yeah, he moved the line to four to one. Yeah. I'm gonna brace myself for boredom. It's gonna feel like I'm going to into an MRI. All right, all right, just don't uh, just don't think about the situation you're in, and it'll all be over soon. That's how I'm gonna think about it. And then maybe it'll turn. Maybe I'll find out there's not a tumor. Maybe I'll find out there's a tumor. Whatever it might be. Uh, it's just <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm completely unintrigued and not looking forward to it. That is a graphic yet very understandable analogy. I will say okay, this. Some of these candidates are colonoscopies, all right? So he should be happy to get the MRI. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you listening, Kafka? Um, 
if they do hire Kafka, mm-hmm. then I feel like it's a near lock that they're drafting a quarterback with that second overall. Probably, pick. right? Uh, pretty much everyone, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I would say he's going to be drafting a quarterback. I, mean, I think they are anyways, yeah. but, but, but getting a young offensive guy like that, it would For feel sure. like a waste if you didn't do that. For sure. Yeah. Sure. Let, him, let him get married and grow up together. Mm-hmm. And totally be happy. agree. And be happy. What do you got going on on the show? Uh, right out of the shoot, uh, 10.05, we're going to... Figure out this Denver nonsense. Darren McKee uh, is going to oh, be Oh, D-Max joining? He is going to be joining Oh, I can't us. wait to hear what he has yeah, to say. He's, he's going to be good. Has he, he been gonna Has be he been sucked in by the D'Amico vortex there? Or is well, he a we'll find thinker? out. I think so. Okay. But we'll find out for sure. And also the Sean Payton stuff and uh, and all that. And uh, uh, Landry likes to play chess, not checkers. And he's going to have that in mind okay. uh, for some of, the, uh, some of the, the coaching candidates that we have. Uh, and really just like all kinds of stuff. I, I'm a little bit starting to get worried that this has to be D'Amico for the Texans. Uh, just, just because of like, like all the goodwill that they've built up, man, that, that could go out the window. It could. It, it could, could go out it, the it window. It could. It could. Yeah. It's going to be a very tense couple weeks. <laughs> I mean, it's almost like, uh, is it a must-have, a must-win? I think for some people, it, it's a must-have, for sure. It's a sure. must-win. I don't think that, that he's the only I, path to winning. But. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people will talk themselves into whoever that gets Steichen hired. Steichen or you, a Gannon. You talk yourself into him on at least a trial basis, yeah. you know? It's like you're uh, getting, you know, you're looking for a woman in a small uh, fishing town in Alaska, and uh, <laughs> you've got your choice between... Gilda, the 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 one tooth whore, uh, or Mike Kafka. You're like, all right, Kafka's my girl until otherwise. What uh, just happened? What you, just, you just finished the week as strong as you possibly Whoa, what could. Just yeah. happened? Gilda, the one tooth whore. <laughs> antibodies to you. Yes, antibodies to you. <laughs> antibodies. Thank you. Antibodies and dental dams to you. One yeah. tooth whores to you. All right, we're done. We're out of time. In the loop is next. We'll see you on Monday, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.